I wouldn't put anything past yeah. us. And you know, that's that's the goal is to get to the finals and win it. Welcome everybody. Showtime and T Wolves is finally back. And with me, as usual, all the way in the Golden Valley, Minnesota, high atop his mansion there. Mr. I piss everyone off on Twitter. Mr. <laughs> T himself. Joey Awajan. Joey, how you doing, buddy? I'm good. How are you? I'm I'm just pissing people off on Twitter pretty much as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've, I've lost count uh, how many uh, how many people have blocked you. So, um, oh, um, no, you're doing well. I'm right behind you. Don't worry, mate. Don't worry about that. Yep. <laughs> yeah, too much too too much blue Kool Aid here. I don't know if it's raspberry or lime or both. <laughs> but I guess it's raspberry and lime mixed into one. Well, it's funny. I just find that um, you know, uh, journo's they like to give their opinion, but if you disagree or have your own, they tend to block you. Mm-hmm, pretty much. Have you, found, have you found that? I have, yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Or or not not block, but just blacklist where they just you know, they don't they don't respond to you ever again. Yeah, yeah. Like, love them, love them, love them so much. Well maybe maybe it's just your face, but I don't know. Um Ooh, yeah. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Before we, <laughs> before we get started, we'll do our uh, traditional beer check. What uh what frothy are you guzzling down over there, mate? Yes, sir. Well, in this case, see, now we're free from the the tall grass uh, bind, I suppose. Even though I would love to have them as a sponsor again, but it'd be nice. Yeah, and we'll we'll get somebody. But yeah, Surly Cynic Ale will make its debut. Cynic um, Ale. Yeah, it, it's a farm. It's what they call a well, a nickname would it be like a farmhouse type of ale? But really, it's a uh, saison, which is like a French type of. Um, oh. Posh. It's it's uh, interesting. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's hard to describe, but it's extremely good, like peppery flavor and such. Yep. Now, now I'll tell you what I'm drinking in a second, but I'm yeah. going to get this. Uh, I'm just going to say this. Did you see LeBron James' press conference with uh, Deliver Dover? I'm going to be honest. I did not. You I, did. I, well, I want to, though. He said that, you know, have a Foster's and, you know, drink the Australian beer Foster's. No, no one drinks that here. <laughs> I can tell you that at 100% certainty, no one drinks that shies in here. It's mm. poop. Garbage. So, um, <laughs> yeah, just stop drinking it. We don't drink it. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm, I've just got the classic, and it is freaking cold here. I've just got the classic uh, Cascade from Tasmania. Nice. Cascade light. So I can only have one because I've got to drive later. So, um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, no, it's just a, it's a nice little light beer. It's... It's awesome cold as most beers are. Oh, I bet. Yeah, like this one is better cold as well. Certain certain ones are good warm, like stouts and porters. Sometimes, like not warm, but warmer. Mate, come on, mate. We're not we're not English. Right. Yeah, damn it, Joe. No port, no, no, no British mate. beers. Yep. <laughs> now, now, <clears throat> should we get into it? Absolutely. Or as I'd like to say, yes, sir. Because. <laughs> uh, I don't know about you, mate, but my boner hasn't gone down yet. Yeah, mine hasn't either. I especially when especially when when you're used to the lottery, but certainly not used to picking. Where I'll save it while we're where we're picking. Uh, it's only been about it's it's only been about 24 years or so, 23 officially since uh, since the the Shaq and Alonzo draft. That's all. Yeah, well, I wouldn't want to stand in front of you right now, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, look, mate, finally it happened for you. Finally. Uh, Oh my god! You got pick one in the draft. Oh my goodness! Just, just tell me, tell me how you felt. Just, just let it all out. For one, I felt like we finally won something. We actually won something. We're number one, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and it's well, you know, it's the old. Okay, I'll save that 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 emotion for a second. But ultimately, <laughs> it's more of just jubilation. We we finally did it. I mean, nine million tries to get it, 9 million attempts. You get second in, in a year where Kyrie Irving's the only good rookie, at least at that stage. And you get third when you got Shaq and Alonzo, and it goes on and on and on. You have teams like Chicago, get Derrick Rose, who conveniently was from Chicago, all that kind of stuff. To finally have it happen, it's just like, oh my God, it's over, it's over. We don't have to, we finally don't have to hear about, oh, the Wolves never have any luck, and the Lotto's rigged. 
we finally don't have to hear that anymore because the the lotto, I guess, was rigged for us this time. <laughs> you don't really believe it's rigged, do you? No. Now, if now officially, I can say it's not. <laughs> <laughs> not anymore. Mm-hmm. So, so you're the uh, you're Minnesota's number one fan. If uh, who do you want to take? Carl Anthony Towns. I just love saying that three words like that. It's like Carl Anthony Towns. <laughs> well, yeah. So I heard you say the other day on your show, uh, Tim Wolves explosion or not explosions on uh, iTunes. Uh, you think he could be the next David Robinson? Yeah, because like the the shot blocking, the you know how he kind of powers in when when he posts up, he kind of powers in and kind of roll like kind of wraps around people. Also similar to Alonzo Mourning, but the mid range shooting. Kind of mid to mid to long twos, I guess. Flip would really love that, <clears throat> but uh, <laughs> but yeah, I remember that very 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 fondly. I would say from being at a Wolves game years ago, where David Robinson must have hit about nineteen mid range shots in that game against us, of course. And uh, yeah, he just kicked our ass. He had about thirty three points, and a rookie by the name of Tim Duncan. He had his twenty two and had a couple of good dunks in that one, but. Yeah, sign of things to come there with that duo. Yeah, big time, big time. Couple of championships between those two. Um, mm-hmm. So you're going to be looking at a uh, a good young centre coming in. Your uh, your power forward position worries me just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Now on uh, the courtside podcast. Uh, I, I wouldn't close the door on Anthony Bennett yet. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that one. He's, he's not somebody you really want to give up on right away. Locally, they gave up on him before he even suited up with the team. Which, uh, it's like the town drinks Kool Aid for certain things, but for certain things that don't, I don't know what it is that don't fit the popularity agenda. I suppose they tend to jump on, they tend to jump the other direction. I suppose the guy, well. He's got athleticism. He's powerful. I think Anthony Bennett could still be at least something in this league, and of course, power forward right now, unless uh, well, <laughs> unless we resign Kevin Love somehow. Uh, power forward a position of need at this point. Look at you. Yeah. Look at you. Look at you. Uh, you hated him. him six months ago. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just BSing. <laughs> no, I I heard you guys talking about that on the court side. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. That was funny. I tell you what, though, you would absolutely, you would absolutely spew. I reckon if he came back, if he did, I uh, to be honest with you, do you want my opinion now or should you should yeah, we save it? it. Yep. Yeah, tell me, tell me. I'm, I'm Are you ready? Hang, yep. Hang <laughs> I'm against it. Ooh, zing! Snay just being silly. You know, oh, you know why though? You know, you all that. I'm, I'm against it for one reason. <laughs> You're a bit like Hank McCoy, and you just get hard on players, and you don't like them. <laughs> yep, no, I'm against it not because I wouldn't take him back in a heartbeat for the the whole talent and obviously his ability to score, but what would it do to Wiggins? That's the thing. That is that is a good point. Yeah, because Wiggins has a he has a chance to really hit a ceiling that's probably I think higher than maybe anybody that's ever suited up for the Timberwolves. That I know that might be a crazy opinion to some people, but. Kevin Love here, that would really stunt, I think, not only his growth, but for but his career potential. I, I honestly believe that. I've got to say, mate, I, I, I tend to agree with you on, on that uh, that thought. Yeah, I mean, he wouldn't be able to take the big shots as much. He wouldn't be the man. Uh, at least, well, Kevin Love certainly wouldn't allow it. He wouldn't come back here to be second fiddle to a 20-year-old, I don't think, even though that 20-year-old, I do believe, will be better than Kevin Love. <gasps> Did I say that? Well, you should. You did say that, and you should say that because yeah. uh, what we saw this year with Wiggins. I mean, what you said before was exactly right. This this kid's ceiling is massive. Yeah. And uh, he, he looked good in purple and yellow one day. Um, Damn it! <laughs> you would hate that. <laughs> I just hope that happens. Uh, but no, look. I was saying to Hank the other day, and I, you probably listened to it, but. This is uh, the Timberwolves' best chance to really build towards a championship and be a contender for many, many years because this this group is young. Mm-hmm. It's, it's loaded. 
you probably just need a coaching change and just mm-hmm. give the coach like a five-year deal, let them develop, and you'll see improvement. I've got no doubt you'll see improvement every year, and, you know, you're going to get decent free agents that will want to come to Minnesota because there's an absolute chance to win a title. Yeah, this is an opportunity of a lifetime for a franchise. You get the uh, number one pick in the previous draft because of your star wants to leave, and for some reason the best player on the planet would really, 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 really like to have him, and that team just so happened to win the number one draft pick in the lottery that year. And this guy has a chance to be one of the a, a first-team All-NBA player when it, when it comes to his ceiling. That's what I think his ceiling could be. I agree. And then, yeah, and then you have a chance to possibly land another one. Good grief, yeah. It's a chance. Good grief, listen to me. Uh, hell yes. It's a chance to really turn this team into a 60-win team, like I was saying on, on uh, the other show. The whole key is take the right guy, damn it, because it could be a 50-win team instead of a 60-win. It's a very, very pivotal draft pick coming up. It is pivotal, and mm-hmm. as everybody knows by now, my boys are Lakers. They've got pick two. Yep. I <laughs> I am really hoping that Flip takes Towns. Mm, really? Yeah, I I, I prefer Okafor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I know he's not probably not as athletic as Towns. He doesn't block as many shots. He's not as good on the offensive end. Mm. But he to me he just looks really polished on the offensive end. He's someone we can throw the ball down low to. See, I just see with Towns, I don't see that. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you guys need an Okafor type because you've got so many scorers. Yes. All you need Towns to do, and, you know, Towns, look, I'm not saying Towns isn't going to score. I think he is. But what you need him to do mostly is block the shots, rebounds, start the fast break. And and he'll still score his points as well, but I just think you need him more than Okafor. And I just just love Okafor's polish. I really hope he's there too. Sorry? Yeah, go ahead. I'll just say I hope he's here at number two still. So. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I'm sorry about that. I didn't mean to. <laughs> I didn't mean to no, jump in. I'm, I'm, used to, I'm used to it with Hank. It's all right. What? Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is kind of funny how, in a lot of ways, it works out that way, where each team fits better with the other guy. To be quite honest, yeah, because the Lakers could absolutely use, you know, the absolute scoring punch that Hogaverb does bring. Julius Randle, not sure if that's his game as much as it would be like what Okafor is. Kobe's, you know, what he is getting much older. And, yeah, I mean, they need a number one scoring option, and there it is. Potent- very, very possible, I would say. And Towns, a lot of people even compare him to Garnett in a lot of ways around here because how he can defend, like, multiple positions. So we'll we'll see. I mean, ultimately, and obviously his overall defense Looks like a key, he could be one of those first-team all-defensive players someday, maybe second-team at first, right? <laughs> but, well, but that's that, the well, that's, that's mm-hmm. a, yeah, that's what you're hoping for, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, look, uh, staying on the uh, – we have a few other topics here, but staying on the Timberwolves theme for the minute. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> when you draft Towns, you're going to have him, Pekovic, and Deng. That's yeah. not going to – that's not going to – be said. So, if I'm making a tip, I'm tipping Pekovic gets uh, traded. Is that is that what you're thinking, or, or do you want Deng to go? Or I would like to do it. It's a matter of will the other team be willing to take on his contract. Uh, the the good part is it's three years left, not five at, at this point. So luckily we've burned two of the years so far. But <laughs> yeah, it, it is a matter of will will somebody be willing to take on his contract if. If there was ever a situation where he was going to retire, then somebody would definitely try to get it, just like Terrell Brennan years ago, where you're picking up an expiring, retiring contract, we'll say. Um, not sure exactly who we could get, but salaries would have to match, so it would probably be some somebody's fairly significant. Yeah, you'd, you'd want expirings back, though, wouldn't you, if you could possibly do that? Most likely, yes, because, yeah, unless somebody out there is absolutely positively in love with him and thinks he can stay healthy... But I'm not sure if there is somebody like that out there at this point. Well, who are the uh, really stupid franchises out there at the minute? Hmm. Well, that would go for him, Charlotte. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, Charlotte is pretty stupid, aren't they? Uh, Cody Zeller. <laughs> hey, greatest. Pick. Oh, wow. Wow. Let's have the next <laughs> Zeller at pick four. Who? Who is it? 
Let's hope the Knicks don't do a, a uh, Cody Zeller at pick four. They, they might. You never know. So they don't stuff it up. Mm-hmm. So well, Brown's going to hate us, right? No. <laughs> no, nah, no, he knows we're just uh, mucking around. But, no, yeah, no. look, I, I don't think uh, just my two, two bobs worth. I think uh, Peck's probably gone. And no, I'm a massive fan of Peck. I've always liked him. I just – I'm a massive fan of post players, man. And he's uh, – mm-hmm. you know, he can't jump over a jam team lead, but – yeah. But uh, he gets it done, and you know when he's healthy. But that's the major problem with Peck, isn't it? And yeah, health, man, you just can't stay fit. Yeah, I feel like he never can stay healthy. And and the way he started last year too is like, come on, what the hell? He something was weird about him last year coming on into uh, excuse me coming into the season. He was completely immobile. He, he was yeah. getting his shot blocked, and of course his defense is very very questionable at best. Well, do you think he needs to drop a bit of weight? Yeah, I I would say so. Uh, like it, it would not, definitely I'm, help. I'm not saying he's fat, uh, <laughs> but I, like he's a very he's he's like he's got muscle, mm-hmm. but I think he just needs to get a bit leaner. Yeah, sometimes it's too much muscle. Like certain guys, when they have too much muscle, especially in basketball, you're you're not an offensive lineman or anything. Where a lot of muscle is a good thing most of the time. Sometimes in a game when it when you're mobile and you're jumping up and down and you know smashing your feet over and over again. It's uh, you would think that would be pretty bad for your ankles, and that's definitely a problematic uh, issue for him on a day to day basis. Well, having having too much muscle that's that's uh, one of my problems. Mm-hmm. There you go. See, yeah, massive massive problem for me. Too much muscle. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <Zing>. With that, <laughs> with that being said, uh, oh, you know, before we have a break, before we take a break, you know what we're going to do? Mm-hmm. We are going to have a swig. I want I want you to have a swig of that frothy and drink to that number one pick, brother. I will I will drink to that and make sure you do as well. You get the number two pick. Potential oh, franchise oh. changing here. No. Nope. Uh, yeah, let's have a drink. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be good. Mm-hmm. Mm. Nothing like that black peppery ah. flavor. Oh, so good. That's uh, that's fair. Like a four. Yes, sir. And, and for Carl Anthony, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, with that, we're just gonna take a quick break. And we'll be right back, as Joey would say, after this. Do you shop on Amazon? Did you know that you can support this podcast just by doing your normal shopping on Amazon? It's really easy to do. Just go to thesportstuff.com and click on one of the many Amazon pictures. Do your normal shopping, and Amazon sees that we referred you, and they give us a percentage. We'd like to thank you in advance for supporting thesportstuff.com, and please use our Amazon link. Now enjoy the rest of the show. We are going everybody i joey there's uh i've got a bit of good news today yes sir i, I woke up this morning about six o'clock and uh, looked at the uh the old phone and the bleacher report team stream mm-hmm. julius randall declared healthy fit healed up from that broken leg awesome cleared for i think it's full contact two on two three on three five on five whatever you want to do uh, I, i'm so excited about this uh, this is just like a new – we're pretty much going to have two lottery picks, you know, this upcoming season. Yeah, yeah, literally. That's that's true. It's just a feel-good story. I just thought I'd throw it in there. It's, um, yeah, it's just – when you have a season like we did, um, little little news bits like this just, uh, yeah, they get you feeling a bit better about the season coming up. And I just hope that he and Randall and Okafor – you know, all things going the way I want it to. Mm-hmm. I hope they can mesh together. I, I'm really – I was saying that to Hank the other day again on the podcast. I, I really want Okafor, 
mm-hmm. but there's just something not something doesn't really quite sit right with me with having Randall and Okafor together. I'm not sure if their styles sort of mesh. It does, yeah. It does make you wonder. Because mm-hmm. Okafor's not that shot blocker, like I said before, and, and either is Randall. Yeah, um, yeah, yep. So Randall, Randall can post up, but he can also hit the mid-ranger. can hit the odd three, I, I think. Uh, I don't know. I guess we'll see. It's just, yeah, I'm just not sure. I, I, I'm, Matt, I'm glad I'm not a GM, let me tell you. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm stressing about it now. I'm not even a GM, for crying out loud. <laughs> yeah, that is a tough situation, it is because it's like it's kind of like two post-up type of players, right? Yeah. For the most part, yeah. So it's like, well, then again, I, I can't call Love and Peck that. That that wouldn't make sense. I mean, granted, <laughs> with them, the lack of defense was a huge issue with two guys not not being great defenders. Which is Julius Randle a, a good defender? Would you say? I think he's decent. Decent. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's not. Uh, I don't think he's going in any NBA first teams or anything like that. But mm-hmm. he's decent. Yeah, because part of me was wondering, in a way, would would you, what would you think of taking D'Angelo Russell? Actually, I would be totally fine with it. Because mm-hmm. think about it, that that dynamic uh, point guard, maybe you know whatever he is, if he scores like like a Steph Curry, like people like to say, we all like to have our comparisons. But if he's that next, you know, great guard in the league, maybe that maybe that might be a better direction to go. Yeah, well, look, look, this I think. I don't know if you were in the same school of thought, but mm-hmm. if we, if we wind up with either Towns, Okafor, or Russell, I'm going to be pretty happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel the same way, even if we got third, because then you get one of the three. So remember how I was still satisfied even when I got third in that, uh, that, that lottery machine? I was like, you know, at least we get one of them. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. <laughs> but can, can Russell play the two guard? Yes, yeah, he can play too. He's he's ultimately a point guard, but he can play too as well. He's you know in his scoring ability, and he's he's not the smallest guy in the world. It's not like he's five eleven, so he's more of a six three, six four. So okay, well Jordan Clarkson can play. That. I, I I just think of Jordan other, Clarkson. Yeah. I was really impressed with him this rookie season. Are you surprised the hell out of me? But that's the other thing. Yeah, that's a yeah. No, it's just interesting. I I. I Worry about the rim protection. That's all. I know. You know. I know we're going to be set in the middle, uh, regardless if it's Towns or Okafor for the next ten years plus. But mm-hmm. yeah, look, just a just a thought. But uh, another another thing that happened today. What Tom Tom uh, Thibodeau? Mm-hmm. <laughs> now this is not a Bulls podcast, so stuff the Bulls. But yep. If you are Mitch Kupchak, do you make the call? Do you go to Genie and say, listen, Tibbs is available, Byron's got one more year left, do we make the call? Would you make the call? If I was the if if yeah. I was the Lakers GM? Yep. Ab- absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, they definitely have the money to be able to handle that type of situation. Uh, Byron Scott, I think, is a decent coach, but... You didn't sound too happy with him most of the last season, so he's uh, yeah. He's, he's wrong. <laughs> he has his goods and bad traits. We'll say he's he's been good at like working on reclamation projects, which can be well, which can be good in a situation when you, when you have all these young guys. But then where's the ceiling, Thibodeau? Pardon me, <laughs> Thibodeau. <laughs> when you're lacking, you know, when you're lacking defense, like both of our franchises who happen to have the first and second pick, it's the Showtime and T Wolves lottery show here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, when, yeah, I mean, we're both we both could use this Tom Thibodeau in, in a heartbeat. To be quite honest with you. Well, you guys can get stuff because you got number one pick. So, uh, <laughs> like, yeah, but I'd be too greedy, right? <laughs> oh, look, I'd be happy for you guys if you got tips, but I just I just make the call, and you're right. I, I really wasn't happy with Coach Scott a lot of the time. Uh, mm-hmm. I just feel like, from what I read and and and, and just sort of observed. This and from what's the crap that came out of his mouth some of the times, like you can tell he's got different rules for different players. Yeah, definitely. And I just don't think you can have that in a professional environment. Well, not in my opinion, anyway. 
Some sometimes it's okay, depending on the coach, I guess, depending on the pedigree of the coach, like the old Jordan rules thing. But then again, it, it can, uh, depending on the era, I suppose it can it can really wear on the other on the other players. That's for sure. Yeah, with Byron, this is the sort of stuff. I'll give you an example. Uh, today, uh, no, not today, a couple of days ago, when Kobe came out, and, uh, Mitch came out and said, Kobe spoke to me or you know informed me that this is it for me, this is his last season. And then mm-hmm. Byron Scott comes out and says, I'll believe it if Kobe tells me. <laughs> well, hang, hang on a minute, mate. Yeah. He's GM. Just toe the line. Like, why do you have to come out and, <laughs> and uh, like Hank said, he's got his hands so far down Kobe's pants, it's not funny. Yeah, that's stupid. Like, mm. we don't, uh, most of us don't care what Byron Scott thinks. Mm-hmm. We really don't. Uh, it's just, yeah, I, I can't see him coaching beyond this year. I, I really can't. He's, he's doing my head in, to tell you the truth. Yeah, that, that's a pretty weak comment to say, to be quite honest with you. I mean, it's, if he tells the GM, that's probably the person you'd want to tell if you're, you know, with your whole career status and your contract status, because the coach yeah. doesn't negotiate the contract, the general manager does, right? Well, that's exactly right. Come on now, come on now, right? <laughs> that's what you got to tell look, him. Look at you. Yeah, um, look at you, Byron. <laughs> Jeez. I, I think even if Kobe, even if Kobe does want to play on, yeah. Uh, I think they've made the decision for him by saying that. I think they've actually said they've made a decision at management level saying this this is our last season with Kobe. If he retires, great. We'll retire his jersey right away, all that sort of stuff. If he wants to go somewhere else, so be it. Because I think they've not had, when I say had enough, not actually, I think they've had enough of trying to get him a winning team in his late 30s. I yeah. think it's their last shot, and they're like, you know, that's it. We've got to start rebuilding. Yeah, it might be the old Brett Favre syndrome in Green Bay man, now, back in 2007, where yep. it's, eventually it's like, okay, you're going to retire, you're not going to retire. Regardless, this is the new franchise player. Thank you, thank you very, very much for your uh, contribution to this franchise, and we're moving on. And then he's like, okay, I want to come back, and they're like, no, 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 we are moving on. Uh-oh. And then he winds up in, you know, New York Jets and Vikings and all that. Maybe Kobe Bryant winds up in, oh, I, I don't know, maybe he goes to the Clippers. Oh, Joey. Oh, steady on, mate. Jeez. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I had to say it, but you never know. Yeah, imagine they get Paul Pierce and Kobe. You never know. That actually sounds, that just popped in my head just out of the out of the blue there, to be quite honest. It, well, it wouldn't surprise me, to be honest. You stay in the same building. Yeah, well, that's it. He doesn't have to move anywhere, does he? Mm-mm. And they contended, even though they, well, they're, the, they're a cursed franchise. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> After <laughs> what happened with the Rockets, they are a cursed franchise. Well, they can't be too cursed. They've won championships. Well, or, I mean, the Clippers. The yeah, Clippers no, they, yeah, that's true. But yeah, yeah. Clip, well, they got Blake. They got Chris Paul. Yeah, but it's, it's like they're cursed <laughs> to a point that they got, I mean, they got, <laughs> They got slaughtered in that at home when they were you know, they were slaughtering the Rockets. Then they yeah. got slaughtered, and then yeah. the Rockets got you know basically semi swept by the by the by the Warriors. So yeah, we'll stop the Clippers. They deserve it. I I do agree. I was not cheering for them at one point. <laughs> go, go Spurs. Go Rockets. Go Warriors. Go. I said oh. go Warriors. That's hard to believe, but well, you got to. But before we move on to the next topic, which which Aussie are you going for in the finals? Delhi or Bogut? Delhi. Even though, I mean, just because they, just because he's on the Cavs, though. Yeah. Yep. Do you think, just a oh, quick quick, uh, quick discussion, I guess, uh, do you think Delhi's a, uh, a, a dirty player? I, I I was thinking that, and it's just like, oh, I don't know, you, I, you, I guess clumsy. Clumsy more than dirty. It's not clumsy. No? You Yanks are just piss-weak. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> no, nah, I didn't mean that. You know, like uh, no, <laughs> no. Um, no, I just think you guys are a bit sensitive over there. For me, I don't know if it was just like I don't even know how to think about it. The way he did, it's I, I suppose the way he dove. It's just maybe it's just the other player wasn't prepared for it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, the way I saw it, man, he just saw the ball and he went for it. 
Yeah. Uh, I you know, it's like, we can't help it if he goes harder for the ball. I mean, that's good. I'll, I'll, I'll give him credit for that. And it's, it's definitely helped the Cavs in a situation without their, uh, without their, their top point guard, without a doubt. So, yep. Yep. I mean, no, and their top power forward. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, Thompson's playing. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That guy is a rebounding <laughs> machine. Good for him. Mate, I would, I would offer him some money, let me tell you. That's that's who you guys should go for. If you get an Okafor. Wouldn't that be something? Man. Say if Flip gets Okafor, get get that blue collar guy next to him. And and still keep Bennett though. Yeah, I would love to keep Bennett. And it's not like it's not like we're paying Bennett eight million dollars a year at this point. He's getting his I mean, his first overall pick contract isn't cheap or anything. It's like five and a half. Yeah. Um, but I like I like Bennett to a point. He I think he needs to be coached by some type of specialist, some type of power forward type specialist. There, there have to be quite a few out there, including the dream, but uh, power forward center. You know, uh, yep. please get rid of those doggone mid range or long mid range shots. That's that's you not know, his game. I don't know what the hell that is. You know who I'd bring in? Who's that? Carl Malone. Yeah, I mean, because he, he just stuck with him. Hmm. If he would, yeah. If if he'd be willing to do that, if if Carl would be willing to do that, that would be that would be pretty cool. Well, you can only ask. I mean, if they drop fifty thousand on him, say, look, here's fifty G's to work with him for two months in the mm-hmm. off season. I mean, you'd, you'd do it. Yeah, and you'd think Garnett would help a little bit too, because there's there's your other you know yeah. his, historical power forward if he's coming back. Regardless, he's yeah. in the organization, but yeah. Yeah, well, that's right. He could still just pop down and say, "Right, here, yeah, next two months, you're mine, son." And we're going to get this weight off. We're going to do this, do that. Not that he, you know, he drew, he did drop a fair amount of poundage. Uh, yeah, he could stand to lose a few more. Yeah, and supposedly he he has been losing more weight again. So that's the that's right. what I'm hearing. So that's we'll a see. good sign. If that's the case. Yeah, because look at Shabazz, how well he developed when he lost him when he when he really trimmed down and he really worked on his game. Do you know how much I love Shabazz Muhammad? Mm, how much? A lot. <laughs> yeah, no, I I like him too. He's got a little bit of, like I was saying, Isaiah Ryder without the pot, I suppose. And <laughs> when Isaiah when Isaiah Ryder was focused, he was a good player. It's just he, he was, was crazy and a druggie. That that's what ruined his career, unfortunately. Yeah, it's a shame. But, uh, mm-hmm. Hey, did you did a ring with the Lakers, so there you go. He did, and he pointed at his nipple and everything. When he, <laughs> remember all that stuff? <laughs> Jesus. That guy's nuts. Uh, well, Do you remember that? He would grab his jersey and play. <laughs> that guy's goofy. Uh, he, was, uh, he was so good. I was in high school, I think, when he came out. But uh, mm-hmm. Anywho, uh, now <laughs> listen, mate, I, uh, on, my, on my show... The other show I do, Courtside Podcast, with uh, Hank McCoy, who's a vlog. He's a massive vlog. Um, it's on iTunes. I called you and the forecaster out. Yep. And, uh. look, I've got to apologise. <laughs> I did call you, forecaster, and Hank McCoy, dickheads, which you're not, clearly. Otherwise, I wouldn't be sitting here. But <laughs> I just – it's got me baffled. Um this whole Rubio thing, you guys are down on Rubio. I, I don't get it. I don't understand it. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> the shooting the shooting part's frustrating. The passing part, well, when you put that together with the athleticism, I still like that a lot. I wish the shooting was better. Marcus is the most down on him probably of all of us. If you when yep. when when you heard his texting on that show. Yeah. <laughs> um that's why he's really high on D'Angelo Russell. Partially it's mostly because He's watching these guys in the postseason, like the Chris Pauls and, you know, Damian Lillard and uh, Kyrie Irving, Jeff Teague. I mean, the, the list goes on and on. Oh, and by the way, the guy we passed down in 2009, we, we all know that guy, but the guy who won the MVP, <laughs> guys like that, you know, he's, he's, he's getting pretty starry-eyed watching all these guys being as successful as they are in the postseason, and he's watching so, Rubio clang shots, which is, I guess it's bugging him. So, so he's jealous? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, he's well, very jealous. Get uh, <laughs> he's very jealous. I, I'm jealous a little bit too. Oh, you shouldn't be. You shouldn't be. I've I've been accused of it already. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had fun with that. You should not be because Rubio is a hell of a point guard. Mm-hmm. Your team's bloody loaded. 
right? That's you just probably got to just tweak that power forward position a little bit. Mm-hmm. But this team is loaded with some thoroughbreds. You're going to probably get a centre that is going to start a ton of fast breaks. I hear what you're saying about the shooting, but you've got options. You've got Levine. You can go out and get a point guard who can shoot. If you if it's a close game and you want to take Rubio off and have that extra threat on the floor, you can do that. But I just don't get how Forecaster can't see having a guy like Rubio run that offense, find guys easy shots, throwing lobs to Towns and Wiggins and Levine and Muhammad and even mm-hmm. old Chasey boy Budinger. That's, to me, that's just massive positive. It really is. And that was the one thing I was defending Rubio in the past on the show with, against Marcus, actually. And then he seemed to calm down quite a bit because, yeah, look at the options. And this was obviously before winning the number one pick in the draft. Yep. And, and of course, <laughs> at the time, it's like, yeah, a lot of guys were hurt, so we, we'd, we'd forget about it. Like Shabazz was hurt and, you know, and the list goes on and on. Just, well, Rubio himself was hurt. That's another reason to get a little down on it <laughs> because, because he wasn't thinking about it as much. Um, yeah, especially if you get Towns, who's very athletic. A Rubio is a perfect marriage for Towns, Wiggins, Levine, and Shabazz, and Gorgie. It just, yeah, the list continues there. So that's an extremely good point, and it's one I completely agree with, to be quite honest. You, you need a great point guard to have all these, quote-unquote, receivers catching the ball and racking up some points, and Rubio will lead the league in assists if, if, if uh, if 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 all all the guys stay healthy and stay in the system, yeah. And look, the good thing about Rubio is he's got a work ethic. Yeah, uh, he, he does. And, and he, I think there was improvement in his jump shot. I know I know he was injured a lot this year, unfortunately. God damn it! Mm-hmm. But his jump shot did improve, and he's working. I dare say he'd be working on it again. You would think, yeah, because you have the whole off season and. The other thing that happened which ruined Rubio's season last year is just the fact that he got hurt so doggone early and he was out for so long and it was the worst, stupidest ankle injury ever where you had torn tendons in his foot uh, leading to his little toe and such. So it was a much more complicated ankle injury. It was a shame because those first couple games that he played, you know, obviously right as he had signed a $55 million contract, he looked, he looked awesome out there, and he was really setting guys up. He had 12 assists. He was even uh, driving the lane and such. And then you have an ankle injury, and it takes away from a lot of that, to be honest. Yeah, well, look, fingers crossed uh, he stays healthy. Uh, you know, not a lot of people play 82 games anymore. The, the game's just bloody demanding, and you need a lot of luck. So, yeah, look, hopefully... It's onwards and upwards for Rubio and this uh, young band of uh, Timberwolves. I definitely hope so, and 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 it should be. I mean, he'll 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 lead the league in assists, quite frankly, as long as he stays healthy. He should yeah. anyway. He should. He should. He Never. should. You're exactly right. He should. He should. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, uh, if you got a, uh, if you got a bar stool, oh yeah, what do you want to give? Because if you don't, I can I can carve you. I've got one. I have, well, I'll say what, it's ultimately the fans in this town that are satisfied if the Wolves win 45 games. <laughs> when I hear that kind of stuff, like, oh, I mean, it doesn't matter if we lose in the first round. I'll take that any day over losing 20 games. And sure, okay, or excuse me, over winning 20 games. Sure, I understand the winning 20 games part, but that whole losing first round, I just don't want to hear about that. We we got way too used to that around here. And I want to ring, I want to ring, I want to ring, I want to ring. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we've got sixteen of them. But anyway, damn it, um, damn it Joe, <laughs> we're not going to catch up to that one, barring yeah, barring the dynasty yeah. of dynasties, which 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 is coming. Well, I totally agree. And I, I <laughs> no one's going to be happier for you than me, mate. I'm telling you. Um, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. No, no, fair, 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 bastard. I, I, uh, I've got one, and it's got nothing to do with the Lakers or Teagles, uh players. Mm-hmm. So it's an ex-player, actually, and he just got knocked out of the playoffs. That big dummy. <laughs> shouldn't say that. Uh, Dwight Howard. Uh, <laughs> yep. He actually said that he's still a champion. A champion of the 2009 Eastern Conference? 
maybe. The That's only thing it. <laughs> that is the only thing you're a champion at Dwight House having four hundred kids with four hundred different women. That's that is the good. only thing you're good at. Mm-hmm. That's a champion at. Sorry, you're a good basketball player. Mm-hmm. But I mean, what is he on, Joey? Really? What is he on saying that sort of stuff? I have no idea. That's uh, he is light years away from being any type of champion, except maybe he won a Defensive Player of the Year award or something. That's nice, but it's an individual award. I just don't. Look at is, his his, is his ego that big, or is he trying to convince himself? Just don't get it. It's weird. I think his ego is that big. Plus, I mean, how many how many elves does he need to uh, does he need to throw in this entire postseason? To be honest, it's been about. I think he's had about nine hundred elbows in this in this postseason as well. Well, let me tell you, mate. He doesn't <laughs> want any that uh, Aussie, all those Aussie elbows, mate. Yeah, he, was, yeah. What the was, hell? Yeah. He elbowed him right in the face. Yeah, Bogut. Bogut. That is them. Hmm? Bogut's the man. Bogut's yeah, the man. That was funny. He just kind of stood there like, okay, are you going to call it technical or? No, that was funny how he kind of looked. <laughs> I like Bogan, man. That was awesome. I was like, I like this guy. He's just that, that tough, that tough Aussie look. He's just kind of like, okay, why are you going to call a foul on that or technical or what's going on? Yeah, Bogut, uh, if you if you want to rumble him, he'll, he's happy to have a blue with you. Don't worry about that. Same with Deli. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know what Shved would have done? He would have just fallen to the floor crying. <laughs> I mean, he, that guy was, of course, now good, good going on him with his 20 points a game in New York, and we'll see what happens. Yes. Yeah, what the hell, man? I, but you know what? I tipped it. I tipped it. I said Shved was all right. <laughs> yeah. That, that, uh, I didn't quite expect that, but all right, you know. You see how you and the forecaster just jumped the gun a little? Yep, we did. <laughs> we did. And I even I went on your went on your page and I said you guys are a bit harsh on him. Just settle down. Mm-hmm. But I get it because you're hungry for a chip. I get it. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> so okay. Plus what? Go ahead. Plus when he's whining and crying and rather than chasing a loose ball, that that kind of got to us a little bit too. <laughs> uh, greatest <laughs> line ever by the forecaster. Come on, Shred. I just love that. <laughs> So yeah, you funny. guys have got a lot of lot of pain built up. That's all right. You'll get, it's coming. The good times are coming. Sure now, what do you have a uh, uh, a throwback player that you want to give a shout out to? Uh, I'll I'll let you give yours really quick first if you have one. Because and I should point out to people, I totally forgot to tell Joey that uh, we're oh, doing no. this part of the segment. But anyway, uh, I'm going to give one. It's, mine's easy. Mm-hmm. It's his birthday today. The logo, Mr. Jerry West. Mm, there you go. Never saw him play, but uh, what the hell? We'll give it to him. If you're a logo, you're pretty bloody good. Uh, and he was awesome. He's, you know, I don't call him Mr. Clutch or anything. And uh, if you just go through his numbers, they're massive. Uh, won a championship as a player. Lost a lot as a player. Got a ton as a GM of the Lakers. He, he rebuilt the Lakers. And uh, he's had a hand in, in uh, building this Golden State Warriors team that's just made the finals. So... Happy birthday to the logo. Yeah, that's pretty cool, and congratulations without a doubt. Congratulations to at least a West title, and we'll see. Yeah. See it, yep. It's pretty impressive if he's continuing to do that. It's 77 years old. He's still doing it. Man, scary. Yep. Scary. I mean, I suppose if I were to give one, I mean, why not give the guy who should have went number one overall in the, in the 95 draft? Uh-oh. Especially when we're talking about getting number one overall pick or number two overall pick, which uh, Garnett could have gone. You know, I suppose I'll give it to Garnett. I mean, I don't. I mean, I, I was thinking that when you said it, <laughs> and when you said the birthday, that sealed it because we won the number one draft pick on his birthday. So his uh-huh. birthday was one of the good luck charms. The other one is in my hand right now, the miracle marker. <laughs> the miracle marker. Yeah. It's a. Should I give the tiny little story quick? Oh, you should. You should. Yeah, basically, see, I'm an inspector at this point in time. I inspect uh, stents at, uh, in medical assembly to make sure they're good to go on to the next you know, department and everything. I normally use a black marker and initial the little plastic vial. It looks like a test tube. Uh, I initial it, J-A, with a black marker every single day. But for some strange <laughs> reason, there was a blue marker sitting there that day, a bright blue royal kind of... Just a beautiful color, clear as just just a perfect blue color that you'll ever see. 
instead of a faded black piece of junk that I've been using every day. For some reason, this was sitting there, and oh, that happened to be the same day, May 19th, the day of the draft. And I used it all day, and I kept thinking, Carl Anthony Towns, Carl Anthony Towns with this color the whole day. <laughs> and then we win the number one pick with this with this marker. And my buddy and trainer, Jacob Ombasa, said, take it home. <laughs> it's the miracle marker. I mean, where did this marker come from on that day? All right. I mean, I don't know, but it's it's here now. All hail the blue marker, whatever works for you, buddy. Yeah, you're like, Joey, you're crazy. <laughs> I, I didn't say that. I said whatever works for you. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just the weirdest. It's funny, it's funny you say that. Oh, I'm superstitious. Yeah. Sometimes. Were you, were you superstitious in uh, sports when you played sport? A little bit sometimes, yes, to be honest. I mean, especially if there's some kind of win streak. You just want to keep doing what you're doing. Or, yep. like, you keep making, like, say, if you're bowling, which I did sometimes. If you're, you've done two strikes in a row, keep doing it this exactly that way. Or the next game, approach it the same way. Like, you just had this good game. So well, here's, here's how, here's how uh, weird I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in, in my footballing, yeah, footballing and basketball, I see how two sports I played was football and basketball. Yeah, not cool. the Not the American con. Uh, mm-hmm. If I had a good game... I had to wear the same socks, nice. the same jocks. Uh, I had to put – I always put my left sock on first hmm. with the fail. I always had to put my left leg through first in my shorts, mm, <laughs> all that wow. sort of stuff. Everything, I, I, yeah, I was that superstitious. And, and it's absolute crap, Like, mm. but it mm-hmm. just – it just eases your mind. Yeah, you feel – I guess, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what it's like sometimes. Yeah, I mean, you want to just keep doing exactly what you're doing. And I'd even yeah. get that way, like, oh, i got to do this the same way, and then they'll keep winning. Like, I keep wearing this weird, or, yeah, this just got weird. Like, I'd wear this green jacket that I didn't wear all the time. And whenever I wore it, the Minnesota Wild did super well. And it's like, they would win a game and they're not supposed to. <laughs> in the playoffs, this was way back in 03, and they made that awesome run. That was just crazy, man. This is crazy. Yeah, yeah. And, then it, and then the magic ran out like it always does. Ugh. Damn it. Yeah. No. Yeah, well. it, it ran out of magic points. Wink, wink. <laughs> if you play role-play games, yep. Oh, RPGs, geez. yes. It ran out of magic points. I just needed to take an ether or whatever it is to restore that. But just, just, I forgot about that. Well, uh... <laughs> In ether. Ether, man. Joey, you're nuts. Well, I think... Uh, you got anything to plug, mate? You want to plug your Twitter or... You do about 45 podcasts. Do you want to plug those? Well, there's Brave the Wild for hockey, Purple Mafia for the NFL, the Vikings, Timberwolves Explosion. And, of course, you got the Courtside podcast over there. Yes. Yeah, it's uh, (laughs) run by Flog McCoy. (laughs) Flog McCoy always says, what? Uh, He's a very good buddy of mine. It's my other show there. Uh, What's your Twitter handle, Joey? At At Wolves Explosion, is it? Yeah, that's for the Timberwolves Explosion one. For this show, it's at Showtime T-Wolves, at Showtime T-Wolves. And in both cases, stuff might seem abbreviated because, well, you know what, you, you know what Twitter is. It's called a tweet for a reason. It, <laughs> it's not it. all going to fit in one big giant. You can't put supercalifragilisticexpialidocious in there. So. And why would you? Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's kind of stupid, isn't it? <laughs> Sorry. It's all right. Uh, my... my... My personal Twitter account is at VianRK44. We don't have Instagram, do we? No, no mm, Instagram for us. Not right now. No, I, I, yeah, I, I've never signed up for it in my whole life. Oh uh, no, no one needs to see my face. Seriously, <laughs> that's just wrong. <laughs> but uh, yeah, look, thanks for joining us, everyone. Joey, mm-hmm. you're a bloody star. Thanks for joining me. Yeah, on, yeah, probably the only international NBA podcast. Absolutely, the only one that I know of. That's for sure. And. This is very cool. I I love doing it. We like to talk our wolves, our Lakers, and it is a lot of fun. Uh, finally, our schedules uh, uh, worked out today for us both. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I challenge anyone out there to do an international podcast and try and do one every week or every second week. When you because Joe, we're bullet, we're blue collar, we work. Yeah, we that's work the hard. thing. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. We both have like two jobs. We work our butts off and. All the time. I mean, it seems like the job, whatever job we're at, it's always like, 
<laughs> so it's always like, oh, we need overtime. It's like, great. <laughs> yeah, well, drugs aren't cheap, Joey, so... Um... Mm-hmm. Wink, wink. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> 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 no, George, it's like drugs. Hookers aren't cheap. Um, yep, yep, yep. That's, that's right. <laughs> Anywho, enough, enough, uh, enough um, of that talk from us. We're mm-hmm. off. Mm-hmm. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back as soon as possible. Uh, probably when. Uh, actually, you know, we'll come back when, when we have the draft. Oh yeah, that would be awesome. We're, you're, uh, absolutely, we got to talk about who we get. Yep, yep, we'll do that. And uh, Joey, as Hank would say, it's been emotional. It has. Go Timberwolves. Go Worker 4. Go Carl, Anthony Towns. Get off the wireless.